Mangum, all kinds of time. Steps into the throw, in the wind, down to the goal line, and caught! Touchdown, BYU! What's up, you guys? Coog Dude here, coming at you live from the Cougar Den. Man, I mean, if before last night's game, you were the kind of person who was saying, go cats, now I get to tell you, no cats. Because, man, guys, 28 to 23, the Cougs got let out of the cage last night. And, you know, coming out of spring ball, coming out of, you know, practice, um, you know, preseason camp, these guys were straight up starving. And looks like the Cougs found enough to eat. Honestly, they could go into hibernation right now with how much they chomped off last night. 28 to 23, BYU beating a huge U of A Wildcats team. Honestly, these Wildcats, Pac-12 contender. Um, you know, this is a team that could beat anyone on any given night. And so the Cougs, they deserve a huge pat on the back. And for me, honestly, after last year's four-win season, this starting out the season this way, like cheeseburger in paradise. This is major. And, um, you know, I can't say enough about how thrilled I am. Um, I could talk about this all day. And, you know, for you guys who know my wife, she'll tell you that I already have. And so I want to hear your guys' thoughts. Um, I want to just go ahead and open up the phone lines and, and let's talk Coug wins. Um, you know, I didn't get to say that enough last season. And so I'm, I'm looking at the broadcast um, statistics. We got a lot of you people logged on following the broadcast right now um, here at Touchdown BYU. And so, you know, I, I assume that a couple of you are eager to, to you know, chime in and, and give your two cents. Um, well, it's let's be honest, it's a lot more valuable than that. I want to hear from you guys. And um, I'm going to go ahead and open up the lines and uh, see what you guys are thinking. Yep, Coog Dude, who's this? Got Diego here. Diego, what's up, man? Where are you calling from? Can you hear me okay? Yeah, where are you calling from? Uh, Salt Lake City. Nice. B behind enemy lines, right? That's right. Well, what's on your mind, man? I don't know. Just, uh, I'm still stoked about the game, man. I, uh, I'm still riding high on it, man. It's positivity, you know? Dude, uh, this, this kind of, yeah, dude, this kind of beginning of the season excitement, it don't wash off, you know? No, no. Just walk around the house and have to, you know, just get excited out of nowhere. Yeah, no, seriously. Say hell, say hell yeah, you know? It's huge. It's huge. Yeah, it's it just feels it feels like it's going to be something special, yeah. you know? Um it feels uh I don't know, just it it just feels already better than last you know, last season, you know, it starts and it feels, you know, kind of on a low, you never got to a high point. This already feels like a high point. I feel like we already are on on a slope to a 2-0. You know, Cal sucks. So I think <laughs> yeah. no, I think we it's it's true, to. and 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 we're gonna be in front of the home crowd, and it's it's gonna be huge. I mean, I oh, I yeah. know I know Lavelle. I you know, I I see Kalani. I see him looking up during the broadcast last night, and dude, you know he's looking up at Lavelle and saying, "Hey, that's this what is, it is yeah, that's what he's doing." It's like it's him. I I saw his face. It's him saying, "You know, I know what you gave me, Lavelle, and I'm not gonna fumble like last season." And dude, last night he proved he he's up for the challenge. And honestly, I'm yeah, I'm gonna yeah yeah. There's tweaking that's gotta be done, but I think you know I think that's that's gonna get taken care of pretty soon. I think it'll yeah. be all right. Hey Diego, we got another call coming, and you mind if I take this too? Yeah, all right. uh, that's all right. Yeah. Yeah, Coog dude, who's calling? Hey Coog dude, uh, we. Uh... Um, I'm Tyrone Jorgensen calling, uh, from, from North Jordan. Uh, just have a, just have a quick question. Sorry to interrupt yep. your call, Diego. Yep. Um, uh, but, uh, you'll have to wait. Um, yeah, thanks but, for interrupting uh, the call, man. Dude, yeah. Cool. Yep. Tyrone, we, we got a lot of people in the queue listening to the live stream. Go ahead, man. 
Okay, now I'm wondering what uh, what do you think about um, uh, the possibility that uh, that Kalani Sataki had uh, invoked the powers of uh, of the Dark Lord Lucifer to help win the game last night? And if he didn't, is that a possibility in the future? And uh, maybe it could help Coop, if you, it isn't already Coop, helping. Dude, you might have, Coop, dude, you might have gotten a you fan yeah, or a troll. Yeah, or something. Ty, if this is a troll, I mean, cool. You know, keep living your life in your mom's basement, dude. But um, Diego and I, we were just talking. We saw similar things, but I guess we had wildly different interpretations. Um, Kalani, we know he's religious. We know he's active in the church, and we know he had a a, a special bond with Lavelle um, as his coach. And Lavelle, yeah, of course, sure, passed but, recently. Uh, and so he's an excellent guy. He's not. He's not doing incantations or whatever. How do we know they weren't prayers? I mean, sound like but, a troll. Yeah. But, but if it's but if it's for the greater good, I mean. How do hey, we know? I'll, okay. I'll make a deal with it. I, I am not a youth fan. I I graduated from BYU. I was in the right. 90th ward, and you know I kind of I kind of take a bit of offense to you uh, for you saying I'm. I take a little of, bit of offense. Some kind of trolling troll. in. Is that into, what you called me? Into into you know talking like about talking real football here, talking about real things. You call in, you troll, then you try to act like you're not a troll. I mean. Uh, you know, Diego, I wouldn't be opposed to, uh, to, to summing, summing some sort of, uh, some sort of demon or poltergeist on you now. Um, you know, I, I think I'd have, uh, All right, Ty, you know, you're I done. think you're I'd done. have Kalani on my side in that. All right, Ty, you're uh, done. You're you done. Dumb, you dumb bitch. You're Ty, Ty, you're time. done. All right, um, Ty, you're done. Trolls, go All home, right. you know, stay at home and watch the U on whatever, you know, extra satellite channel you guys got to pay for to watch those games. Yeah, Diego, real, thanks for calling me. All right. Thanks, All right. Thanks, dude. Love sure. the show. Real nice. All right. <laughs> okay, yeah. Great. Okay, bye. All right, guys, I'm going to go ahead and open up the lines. All right, um, hopefully this is not another troll. Yep, Coop Dude, who's calling? Hey, uh, yeah, this is Adam from Albuquerque, New Mexico. All right, Albuquerque, um, home of the Lobos, former uh, Mountain West Conference foe, but, hey, no hard feelings. Um, I, I don't think the Cougars are ever going back yeah. to the conference, so, you know, best wishes for you guys, right? <laughs> yeah, probably not, so. Yeah, well, what's on your mind, Adam? Yeah, I mean, I've been listening to the show it's it's been really 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 fun to hear a, a new show about our our cougars and all because i haven't heard any talk about our boy tanner mangum i mean it's all about the head coach and all and, and obviously head coaching is important yet it's like yeah we've had an amazing opening game from tanner yeah no no good point i mean head coach you know you you, you think he's the leader but i i think yeah I, I think you're totally right adam if you went back last night rolled the tape again um tanner mangum he was the maestro um pulling all the strings the the proverbial puppet master if you will um making it work and i think he deserves all the credit in the world exactly and you know just as we look at the preseason he's a senior now on the team and he had a um a tough a tough disruption sort of in the team from that new freshman and it was sort of a toss-up of who they were planning on picking and, yep. and i'm just i'm grateful that the coaches held true to their pick of tanner mangum and even though he had a rough season last year he just had a great opening so i just wanted to talk about that yeah no i i hear you i i think you know super glad to see that he came out on top of that that massive qb competition but Anyway, yeah, it was great to see Tanner come out on top. Um, he's he's been through his ups and downs, and um, he's putting his time. You know, the, last night during the game, the announcers they they were mentioning on on you know Tanner's maturity that comes with his age, and you know he's he's just a couple months shy of his 29th birthday, and and you know with all those years comes just tons of experience that I think he's going to channel into a killer remainder of the season. 
Exactly. And I mean, I'm just, I'm just happy to see that he's improved and worked on his weaknesses in la- from last year. Cause he's a real lead foot, just kind of sitting in the pocket, not moving around very much. And I mean, I can tell it's just from watching the game last night that his agility has improved practically tenfold. I mean, seeing him make yep. some throws on the run and, and just, ma- just making things happen. And so, I mean, and this is his senior year and all, so I'm sure he's got eyes on the NFL, so that he's got a lot on the line, you know? Yeah, no, I, I hear you. I, I think regardless of, of what happens after the season, I think this season it's it's going to be one that, that, you know, Tanner can, um, you know, possibly even use to cement his his space in the pantheon of those great QB gods um, of Cougars of, of days of yore, you know, you know. I, I wouldn't know. I wouldn't know to put him in the same realm as you know the Ty Detmers or the Steve Youngs or the or the McMahons, but you know with the Max Halls and the John Becks, I, I think um, Mangum could be could be you know the guy to to you know rise to that occasion. So yeah, huge. Exactly, but just uh, really happy about Tanner's performance. I knew him growing up in Boise, Idaho, so oh. I just I cheer for him at every game. So I just like. And beaming with all the utmost most pride uh-huh. that a, a friend can. Yeah, kind of, kind of a hometown hero thing going on. I, I like that. Were you able to see him, you know, pass the ball in high school or anything like that? Oh, yeah. I watched him play in high school. I, I wasn't much of a footballer myself. Uh-huh. But, yeah, he, he played with his brother. His brother was a, a receiver, um, and they played, and they were amazing. And then his brother went on to play as a receiver at ISU up yep, at, in yep. Pocatello, Idaho. Yeah, he he made and the so, Sports you know, Center just, top ten. It's been really fun to, yeah, exactly. Yeah, huge. So, you know, it's just been re- really fun to watch the Mangum brothers and just have them play in college and stuff. So I just, I'm loving yeah. it. Yeah. Well, hey, lucky dog you are to be able to see him, you know, progress over the years even even more than I have. Well, Adam, thanks for calling in, and um, yeah, we hope you keep enjoying the show and go Cougs. Yep. Over now. Yep, bye. Got another caller? Yep, Coog Dude, you're on the line. Hey, Coog Dude. Yeah, who's calling? Um, I don't know if I want to give my full name just because Tyrone the Troll, I wouldn't want him to track me down on Twitter. Sure, sure, sure. Put I a mean, heck on me. I mean, I, I blocked his number, bro, but, but yeah. yeah, that's cool, that's cool. But most of my friends, I'll just say my nickname, most of my friends call me Curly. Okay. So, uh, yeah, Curly welcome, the Coog. Welcome to the show, man. So, well, I just want to say, love the show, love what you're doing. Uh, long time listener, first time caller. Oh, thanks, man. Appreciate uh, it. So I was just calling. I was, I'm stoked after the win. You know, I'll take a win over a loss any day of the week. Same, same here. A win, a win for me is good. A loss, uh, typically bad. Not usually a fan of those. But yep. Same. You know, I need you take them as they come. But here's the thing with me. I Nicole, just because it's the first game of the season, uh-huh. um, and I'm satisfied with the win. But I don't know if I'll be fully satisfied until BYU's program gets a little bit better. Better than you got a benchmark, or is is there something better than so, beating a Pac-12 team on opening night? Ah, uh, yeah. So I think we should be beating all Pac-12 teams. Well, we got uh, another one on the plate. BYU's... Yeah, I, I know. So that's good. But uh, like I was saying, I think that we need to get the 
football program better than University of Utah's? Whoa, they have, whoa, 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 whoa. Better than are, – are, are you talking about last year's BYU football program being needing to be better, or, or are, are you talking about our current squad I'm right now? I'm not even talking last year. I'm talking about the last, like, 10 years. I think BYU's beat Utah maybe once, twice. Bro, it's a new year. Um, it's, it's a new season, and, and we've seen huge it things. It is a new year. But the but the football program hasn't taken any leaps and strides to take over the U. Dude, are are and you I, are are you only watching reruns of the, the the classic BYU games on on you know BYU TV, bro? We're in a new season and we had a killer win the other night, and I don't know how you're doubting already. Um, we're on the up and up. You heard Diego say he feels he's at a high point right now this early in the season, and I would have to agree. And to hear I don't know skepticism like that, I don't want to call it a lack of faith necessarily, but I I think. I, I, Honestly, I don't get well, it, and don't, it's, it's bad mojo. I don't want to say too much about Diego. He does live in Salt Lake City. Sure. So he might, he's got all that smog going to his brain. Okay. But I think that the uh, University of Utah's football program is hands down the best in the okay, state. Okay, thank you, Jeff. Thanks for calling. Appreciate it. Um, I think that uh, we, okay. need to, uh, we need to take Yep, thanks, thanks for being a listener, and, and we'll talk to you later. Yep. All right. All right, guys, it's that part of the show where we honestly got to say goodbye. Um, But before we do that, I just want to do a a quick little um, preview of what we got coming up next week. Um, The Cougs, they're playing a really good Cal team. Um, You know, like I said about the Arizona Wildcats, any of these Pac-12 teams, they can beat any team in the league on any given night. And so it's a real wild card and a real crapshoot with what you get when you uh, play these kind of teams. You know, Cal, they beat North Carolina. You know, a North Carolina squad that in the past few years has really been on the up and up. And so I'm, I'm, you know, hopeful that, that the Cougs can pull this one off. And when they do, they'll be sitting atop a killer 2-0 record over two, you know, honestly, really good Pac-12 foes. And so if the Cougs get up 2-0, um, well then, hey, we'll be having more to cheer about. Thanks again for listening in, guys. I'm the Coog Dude, and we'll see you next week.